are we not recutting the beginning of the show? That was it. Okay, because <laughs> I, mean, I don't know that the first 30 seconds of our podcast needs to be us dissecting our mic issues. Welcome to Expect the Expected Podcast. My name is Coop, and we actually have Fester back in the studio. We don't have to phone him in this time. Yes, vacation is over, so we get to be in the same studio to talk about uh, our favorite show, Big Brother. And it sounds a lot better. It, it sounds more natural, and it sounds more more streamlined. Now, natural was when I did the show a couple episodes ago, sitting poolside with a big cigar you in my hand. You mean natural. Yes. That oh. was, that was, well, it wasn't that kind of resort, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> All right, so last night, major, major episode, Frenchie gets the boot. First, let's start with the Power of Veto episode. Okay, so so, so much stuff to unpack. There really is here. So Derek X wins Power of Veto, and that's the second time in a row he uses Power of Veto. He is really turning out to be a uh, power player in the house. Everybody likes him, and uh, winning two vetoes and doing exactly kind of what he felt was best for the HOH with both of them, I think is gaining him a lot of equity in that house. You know, he's really ha- he really has to watch his back because if he keeps winning these competitions, then he's going to be a threat. They're going to re- they're re- they're going to realize that. So he's really got to be careful. He can be like a final 4. He's somebody you want to bring if you can team up with if, if they made a First of all, let's talk about alliances. I think they haven't brought it up again. I think the cookout is running strong. Yeah, because they're laying low. They're they're not uh, being around each other to where people will figure it out. And that was their plan from the initial meeting of the cookout. Hey, we're all in this together. Keep your mouth shut. Infiltrate other uh, alliances, and let's bring the info back. Yeah, exactly. And so we saw Derek X not use the power of veto on either Brittany or Frenchie. Uh, you know, and Brittany, I got to say, she she kind of ran the the gamut with me on me being indifferent toward her. To me, disliking her very, very much. You really, you didn't like her at first. Then to now, I kind of like her a little bit. Really? After her uh, rap, and we'll get to that. We'll get to everything. We will get to the rap that we definitely have to touch on that. So, on the Power of Veto episode, Derek X did not use the Power of Veto, leaving Brittany and Frenchie on the block. And what we saw, um, the start of the. Hold on. Oh, we're going to pause that, but we're going to leave our mic diagnosis in. This might be the worst podcast in the history of the world. Hey, Coop. Hey. All right. So, uh, yes. So, also in the Power of Veto episode, we saw that Frenchie almost gave up after he was nominated. You know, Frenchie. Oh, God, man. Frenchie is such a complicated character. You know, it, it, I, I felt when he, he was a completely different person in the house, just being erratic and being and being just playing way too hard as he was when he was talking to Julie in the chair, he turned into some good old Southern boy again. Yes, ma'am, no, ma'am. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, where the hell is this Frenchie in the house? Because now he could actually see the cameras and he knew how to act, how to act. Right. Because when you're in the Big Brother house, you don't see the cameras, so you you really do live your true self. Back to the veto competition. What a great competition as far as the actual stunt to catch squirting water. Oh my god! In a bucket. And, you know, and uh, Brittany figured it out pretty quickly with the with the rhythms, you know, and I thought she did fairly well. And, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, Derek X won it. And Alyssa was in the, uh, the veto competition. And she was horrible. Right. But <laughs> she was fantastic at the same time. I mean, her just getting hosed with uh, suntan oil. 
Yeah. Which I think it was just water. It by really, the way. you know, they really do that every year. They're like, oh, it's it's sludge or it's or it's mud, and it's really just water with food coloring. <laughs> yeah. It'd um, be way more exciting if it was actual sun suntan oil. I would have loved for uh, my girl Whitney to be in the competition. Yeah, yeah. I'd always be like a, you know, whatever. I'd be like a <laughs> poor man's Big Brother white T-shirt contest. I'd have been all for that. Unless they just put her in a robe. Oh, God. she's great. <laughs> she's the best. I love her. I, I, I. I love her. And Frenchie figured out the competition uh, pretty early on, too, because he noticed the numbers on the bottles. And that was really smart. I didn't even think about that. You know, and uh, you know, Frenchie, was he the one, he was the one that was just running around so fast, he was slip sliding everywhere. He wasted a lot of time falling during the veto competition. Yeah, and it, and it really looked like he kind of was trying to do that on purpose. I mean, I, I don't know... I don't think he. I, yeah, no, I don't think he was trying to do anything to slow down his time. Yeah, I mean, he wanted to win that competition. He had to win that competition. Yeah, he really had to. You know, and he was talking a big game where you know, hey, if I win the veto competition, I'm going to use it on her. Yeah, and which was totally weird. It, um, I'm happy you brought that up because I didn't even write that down. But yeah, he he really offered to use the power of veto on the person that's sitting next to him on the block. That's which, like the dumbest move anybody could make. You know, and then he was positioning. Then, then he was campaigning, and he didn't want to campaign against her, but he wanted to campaign for himself, which was probably the the right move for him. But he, it was written in the cards, and Derek X had no choice. Yeah, I mean, he did make a compelling argument that if uh, you keep him in the house, they're going to be targeting him before they target anybody else. He'll always be. But how long is that going to last? One or two more episodes? It was a good argument to uh, propose to the other house guest, but. You know, at the end of the day, he's not, there's no way he was going to fix whatever he did. Right. It is a good argument, though, because, you know, he would be the target every week. He would be the pawn or he would be the person that would go on the block. And that's one less person's blood on your hands. <coughs> so we are going to move on to the. Um, Just leave my cough in the podcast. Yeah. And yeah. We, we got your sneeze. We got your cough. How many people do we have listening? Like, you know, like half a dozen? Now we just need a burp and a fart. And then we'll have the four horsemen of the apocalypse <laughs> from Fester. It's still early in the podcast. You may get at least one of those two. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to the live eviction episode that happened last night. Uh, the first thing we see is Sarah Beth and Kylan getting a little close to each other. Right? Yeah. I mean, it was the, I think it was the anniversary of her dad's passing. Okay. So I, have, but she was looking for a shoulder to cry on. That's all she was looking for. Cause her gate doesn't swing that way. Is I think that, it swings both ways. Does it swing both ways? Yeah. Her gate doesn't I, I, swing. I, I, that I, way. I thought Claire was. There's two bisexual girls in the house. Okay. And Sarah Beth is one of them. Sarah Beth okay. is one of them. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it does. You know, um, Sarah Beth, I think, is getting cuter and cuter in her personality, mm-hmm. and I, I really am rooting for her to do well. Yeah, um, Kylan, I think he has emerged as my favorite player right now. Derek X is emerged as uh, one of my favorite players. But yeah, that was a really intimate moment on the HOH bed. It really was. I mean, he could have, you know, I mean, is that the right time to go for a kiss on the I, I don't know head or something like on the forehead or something right when she's talking about the anniversary the one year anniversary of her father's death who died of covid oh did she, is that what she yeah, said she said she he died of covid it's the one year anniversary it has nothing how sarah beth sounds by the yeah. way but uh <laughs> yeah. yeah i i, I kind of fault big brother because i think they use stuff like that and i think there's there might have just been better content to put on a one hour show than to talk about her dead dad yeah but i mean they have the last three days you know they you know i mean i guess it was 
It's probably good for her family to watch. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about don't those know. kinds of things. Yeah, but I, I mean, I'd, re- I'd much, ma- much rather see backstabbing and uh, and some conniving than uh, you know Sarah Beth not getting felt up by Kylan. <laughs> oh my god! Now, if Kylan would have felt Sarah Beth up, that'd been a different story. I definitely, I'd want front row seats to that. Okay, so we have witnessed the destruction of the Slaughterhouse Alliance. That thing is dead and gone. There's some people that think that it might still be a thing, like Brent. And we saw Brent propose an idea to Whitney and Christian while they were sitting in the hammock. And he said, we need to get these other girls out. And he talked about Sarah Beth. And I think he talked about Claire. See, Sarah Beth, um, I think she's going to be a real threat. And, and Brent was right to bring that up. When he had an audience of Christian and Whitney, Whitney might have been on the same page as Brent. But Christian was not. But Christian was not. And they, he, he, Brent needs to watch himself. He really does because he's he thinks he's going to be the power guy. He thinks he's going to be like the Cody or, you know, from last season. He thinks he's going to run things. He's got that personality. OK, so the votes, we get to the votes and it ends up being 11 to one. Derek F. Big D is <laughs> I, I called it. I'm watching it with my wife and I'm like, watch Derek F's going to vote the other way. And, and I could tell he was going to do that because the way he voted the week previously by voting for Alyssa, he even said, I was just trying to shake things up. This is big brother. Let's have a couple of laughs. Do you think this is going to hinder his game? Like, do you think they're going to pinpoint? I don't think anybody's even going to ask. I think it was such a um, such a dominant uh, landslide loss for Frenchie that, you know, it could have been anybody. They, they, they might just chop it up to somebody trying to make jokes. I was curious on why, because last time we saw Derek F. and Tiffany both vote the other way. Right. But Tiffany didn't vote the other way this time. I was thinking, okay, if Derek X is going to, or Derek F., excuse me, is going to vote this way again, like maybe Tiffany or somebody else from the cookout will try to shake things up too. No, Tiffany, she felt slighted by Frenchie because she voted for a list a couple of weeks ago because she promised Frenchie. And then Frenchie was like, I know who voted. I know. And he's like, she's like, get his ass out of there. Yeah. But uh, I had no idea. And I'm not watching the live feeds. I know there are a bunch of people online who are watching 24-7. And uh, there's a couple of issues with the live feeds that I read about where the live feeds are cutting out for a disproportionate amount of time. Oh, really? Um, and uh, But Derek F. and Frenchie's relationship was a lot stronger than I ever thought it was. Because they were both getting emotional when Frenchie got the boot. Well, they, they had a super long man hug. Yeah. Uh when he was talking to Julie, Frenchie's like, I love him. He's my brother for another mother. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Derek F.'s little video to Frenchie, mm-hmm. you know, ride or die. Uh, I'm doing this for you. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that was such crap. So do you think, oh, you think it was crap? Well, I th- no, okay, I think it was genuine, mm-hmm. but just crap that the two of them feel that bonded to each other. Where You know, where's Derek F.'s real alliance? You know, that'd been a good time for Derek F to uh, drop the cookout on on Frenchie. See, I hadn't even thought about that, how close they were, because I thought the vote that Derek threw to um, Brittany to make it 11 to 1, I thought that might have just been to shake things up. But now that we're talking about this, I think maybe it's just because he honestly felt bad to have vote Frenchie out. Mm. So I don't think Frenchie could hold it against anybody if it was a unanimous vote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really can't at that point. He, he knows what uh, bridges he burns, so... Yeah, all of them. Yeah, exactly. All so, and then we see somebody return from Celebrity Big Brother, and 
Julie teased it like three times. She said it was going to be an alumni. I thought it was going to be maybe like Ross. You know, did you watch Celebrity Big I did, Brother? I did. I did. Uh, Amarosa was one of my favorite people. Amarosa. Oh, I love Amarosa. I loved Brandy Glenn. Remember yeah, Brandy, Brandy from Real Houseville? Yeah. Or Housewives? Um, but it was uh, Tom Green. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in Canada. He must be poor. Well, you know, I, mean, I don't think that's the case, but he's just living his best life in, Can- in Ottawa, Canada. On the streets. Did oh. you see what he looked like? He looked homeless. That's what my wife said as soon as they went to him. Because they showed that graphic of him. They made like a cartoon graphic of Tom Green. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he looks good. And my, well, my wife's like, he doesn't look anything like that graphic. Because yeah, I remember seeing him clean shaven. And you know, and when he back had the Tom Green show, you know, already 20 years ago, it seems. Was he married to Drew Barrymore? He was. He was married to Drew Barrymore for like a year, I think. So he went from Drew Barrymore to... At least he got a, a segment on... Big brother, yeah, big celebrity, big brother. Right? Yeah, but yeah. so Tom Green's walking around Ottawa and he's doing video clips, and this is how they pick the next HOH. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed watching Tom Green just kind of man on the street talk to people. You know, people like he's like, "Do you watch Big Brother?" And people are like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just laughed out loud. That was hysterical. Plus, I think Canadians are disproportionately uh, uh, unfunny people, and they also have their own Big Brother in that country. Do they? They have they have Big Brother Canada. I did not know that. So why did they send him to a place where there's a different show? I, they may they may not have even known what he was talking about. <laughs> I did not know they had Big Brother Canada. Did yeah. they, they put him in like a big igloo or something? It's uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everybody's super nice. Yeah, just really nice. Yeah. Oh, it's time for you to get out and about. <laughs> I'm going to kick you out the house. I would love to watch Canadian. How can I watch Canadian Big Brother? Um, I tried and I used an illegal streaming platform. Oh my god! Yeah, I love it. It's on like global TV or something. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sure it's on like maybe direct TV. Who knows? All right. So uh, we have a question from a listener. What? Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I'm amazed we have listeners. Thank you, by the way, to everybody who's tuning into the expect the expected podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And we're expecting more. We are. We are. (laughs) I mean, to say we are. Okay, yes. so the question from Celeste in Tampa says, if you were in the Big Brother house, would you pursue a showmance? Okay, so <laughs> the, that's a really complex question. I mean, am I in my life, I mean, I'm, I've married for a long time. It'd probably be pretty hard for me to pull off a showmance convincing the old lady back home, <laughs> honey, I'm just doing this for the show. Uh, my wife doesn't like when I kiss Froggy on the morning show, uh, much less... Uh, Somebody in the Big Brother house. Yeah, that happens every day. It would have to be on a person-by-person basis. Like, uh, Brittany, no. <laughs> okay. Kylan, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Aza, yes. Xavier, yes. Big D, no. Why not Big D? I love I, Big D. Well, I already bring the... I, His I, name is Big D. I know. I bring the big Come to the on. party. I mean, he's pretty big. <laughs> nice to see that they have him in tank tops and all the uh, like swimsuit episodes so he doesn't have to show all his fat off. Yeah. I was like, oh, that makes me feel better if I ever got on the show. Yeah. Uh, they'd, uh, put you, they'd put you in a tank top. Claire. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. It's a no maybe. Maybe leaning to no. Um, Sarah Beth. Yes. Alyssa. Yes. Whitney. Yes. Yeah, that's a yes. Yes. That's a yes for um, you. Hannah. Maybe. And Hannah just kind of, we were watching the episode and Hannah is like, it, it seems like Hannah spoke up for like the first time. My wife's like, who's this? Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a that whole level of players who has not made an impact in week one or week two that we're now seeing. And my wife's like, I don't remember this guy. Yeah. Or this, 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 this person. Yeah. So Xavier wins 
new HOH. Yes, he does. And that was a that was a knockout. The last round where yeah. they had to answer questions about Tom Green and there was like five people left and Julie asked the question and he ended up being the only one that got that question right. Everybody else chose false or, you know, whatever the wrong yeah, answer he was. He was up against a lot of really good players. He was up against Derek X in that round. He was mm-hmm. up against Sarah Beth, who both of who I thought might have been the front runner going into this just because it was a they're they have very intelligent professions outside of uh outside of being you know, reality stars now, mm-hmm. reality contestants. So I thought they would have gone to do really well. And then Xavier, who's an attorney, who's very smart on his own right, I think he's like, was he positioning himself as a bartender or something? I think so, yeah. yeah he has like a fake story. He's like, I'm a bartender. And he has yeah. like, yeah, the only, the only bar he's at is the, the bar to be a lawyer. That's what I like. I, like, I, I want to see the reveal of, you know, as they get further on and they get closer to these people and they're still lying about who they are right. with their jobs. So it's always interesting to see like how... Um, they react when it's like, wait, you weren't a bartender this whole time you son because of a bitch. he's he's lying about being a bartender. Sarah Beth is lying about being a voice actor, a voice actress. Yes, but she's is. a forensic scientist yeah, or right. something. She's like probably the smartest person in the building. Yeah. So we'll see. Who? Okay. So another question, not from a listener. We but don't have that many listeners. No. Yeah. Right. Just just the one. Um, and it's the same email, but they che- they keep changing their name. So oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. So uh, who do you think we will see on the block? Um, on Sunday, I think the Frenchie fallout will continue, and that's the safe bet right now, uh, with uh, with Brent, and maybe Whitney or Whitney is a pawn. Oh, you know, I mean, because they were the. I mean, even though they did a decent job of distancing themselves from Frenchie, mm-hmm. they were still the closest when it was time. Nobody else had to backpedal from Frenchie farther mm-hmm. than. Uh, than than Brent and Whitney. Now, I would say uh, I would keep an eye on Derek F because he really that long Frenchie man hug, mm-hmm. you know, was concerning. If I were not in their group, but I think Derek F's relationship with the cookout would uh, supersede that. Oh, hundred percent. Because I, I really, I really see the cookout going all the way down, all the way down the line. Like, I mean. If there's six of them, I think there's five or six, that's more than a team. So that's like, that's honestly the biggest alliance, and if not the only alliance going on in that house right now. And they're pretty closely having numbers, having mm-hmm. a majority of numbers. Yeah. And they just pluck off people who aren't in the cookout. Yeah. So we'll see what happens Sunday at eight o'clock on CBS. And that brings us to the end of our podcast. Any final thoughts, Fester? Um, you know what? I, 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 initially, I had a hard time getting. To like some of these uh, people in the house, but uh, I'm I'm really enjoying this season. I think we have a really good cast. I mean, a couple of friends sent me messages that this is a terrible cast after like the first episode of under Frenchie's HOH, and yeah. I kind of like thought and this is really a, some weak casting. Yeah, but you know, I, I really am enjoying Sarah Beth. I'm enjoying uh, Aza a lot. I'm enjoying, of course, I'm enjoying Whitney. Yeah, I mean, tell me where her OnlyFans page is when she gets out, and I'm you know, <laughs> I'm there. And uh, you know, and, and I, like I said. Kyland, I think right now is my favorite player. I think he has an opportunity to go really far because I think he's a genuinely nice guy, and uh, I think he's playing his cards right in the house. And he did the right thing this week with the noms, and uh, I think that all will be forgiven uh, with him and uh, Brit, not Brittany, uh, yeah, Brittany. Mm-hmm. The uh, you know who's who's a lot. She's a lot to handle. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I think it would be torturous, though, to keep putting Britney up on the block as a pawn. Yeah. She really, really took that hard. And I don't think I could listen to another one of those raps again. <laughs> yeah, the raps. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm curious to see if Britney's going to try to find out who was that one vote. Yeah, I, I think Britney is so glad to, that it wasn't even close that it's all is forgiven. It could have been anybody. Yeah, that's but, true. I mean, it won't take a genius, though, to figure out it was Derek F., but... I don't know, man. It's, it's it's a good season. I'm looking forward to uh, Sunday night's episode with the the veto uh, competition. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to uh, the, the the new noms. Well, no, no. Sunday's noms. Sunday's noms. Wednesday's veto, and then and the wild card uh, challenge will be Sunday as well. So okay. we'll see what happens. What kind of um, offer they're going to be given? No, you know the the whole high or no risk, no reward. So another twist will be introduced in the game. All right, that brings us to the end of Expect the Expected Podcast. If you'd like to send us a question, email us at expecttheexpectedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we will be back. There's your fart that you wanted. All right. <laughs> and there's your burp. What would you call it? The the four the four horsemen of the apocalypse from Fester. There you go. You got all four. All right. That's great. A cough, right. a cough a sneeze, a fart, a burp. Good job. I'm just going to put it all together in one little montage. All right, well, thanks for listening, and we will be back Monday to discuss the wildcard challenge and the nominations. Under Xavier, the new HOH. That's right. All right, thanks.